Hey, thanks for checking out The Keto Life by Dolce Vita. In today's episode of the podcast, we're talking about what are some of the tests and exams that you should be going in to see your doctor for, how often you should go to see your doctor, and what do you do if your doctor starts putting you on blast and saying that you need to get off that keto lifestyle? We're talking all about that in today's episode. Thanks so much for checking out the Keto Life podcast. Let's get into the episode now. So uh, let's start the podcast off by saying we are not medical professionals. Not at all. We are not experts. Nope. And we're really just talking about this based off your experiences. Right, right. Um, so don't take it for what it is. And as you say all the time, you have to apply it to your own life. You right. have to take all this information, distill it down for yourself. Yep. And make it, yeah, it's applicable, mm -hmm. you know. So having said that, one of the things I see a lot are people on, whether it's one of the Facebook groups or anywhere, even commenting on our posts on Dolce, are asking things about keto. Like I went to my checkup and my doctor came in and said I was so stupid. I feel like a lot of the stories are doctors being super aggressive. Yes. Well, here's my take on that too, Anthony. And maybe I'm a little, God, don't take this wrong. But, you know, most people that I know have reversed their type 2 diabetes within three months. That being said, I think the Washington Post did a story that the elderly patients, the biggest ailment is type 2 diabetes. So if tomorrow half of those patients decide to go keto, within three months, it might hurt the pharmaceutical industry. Hmm. So that being said, there's reasons why maybe some physicians are not gung-ho. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I know I 14 years of steroids, and three weeks in, I've taken 10 pills. Right. Steroids are cheap. Yeah. It's not a big moneymaker. Mm -hmm. But that potential surgery that I would have had yeah. was a moneymaker. Mm -hmm. The long-term care after a surgery is a moneymaker. Yeah, for sure. You know, diet and exercise changed everything for me. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no more meds. Right. And that's the way it should be. Right. There's so many stories of people that are having these amazing results from yeah. keto. I mean, my father is one of them. Dad does, talked about it before, dad does the carb cycling instead of strict keto. Right. And he was never officially diabetic. He was always on that, like, line. Right, right, Whatever right. it is. That verge. And yeah, uh, you know, even when he would be in the hospital years past, he'd been in the hospital for some things, even like hip replacements, and they would come in and say, oh, you're diabetic. And well, no, I'm not. Well, you're on the diabetic diet, right. you know, that meal plan when you're in the hospital. Right, right, right. But yeah, he had went and gone and had, uh, you know, his blood work done or whatever that was. And he was so far away from that line that it wasn't funny and only a few months into it. Right. So it's crazy. It's, uh, you know, it's hard to believe that diet can change everything, but it really can. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's proven. Right. I mean, I see it every day. I talk to people that come in on a regular basis and they're like, yeah, I'm off my meds hmm. and you just, it's, it's amazing. amazing. Yeah. You know, who wants to be on meds for the rest of their life? Mm -hmm. 
If yeah. we can just change our diet and then it changes that course, why wouldn't you? Right. Yeah, I was just on taking way overload pills for a root canal. Oh, yeah. You know, but I was taking like 20 of them a day because the pain was just so uh, great. Tw- Tylenol, uh, ibuprofen, things like that. But Next time, pure vanilla extract. Really? Or whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did do the whiskey one night, to be quite honest. I went over to a friend's house. I had a bottle of scotch. I had a bottle of scotch. And I would just take a sip and just lean my head so that way to it numb just it. sat on that Did you side. put that in your app? I did not put that in my app, no, because I drank too much that night. Uh, <laughs> it went from pain management to then just having a good time. So. That's good. In one way or another, the pain was gone. No pain, no gain. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, doctors can be pretty intense. And the stories we hear from people or doctors are, you know, being not obviously not all of them, but a lot of the stories I see on Facebook are people who go to see their doctor who've started keto. And they say that they come back and they're, you know, emotional about it. They're distraught. Yeah. They're, you know, coming to this group of, this community group on Facebook where people are there to support each other and they're asking advice. We trust doctors. We, we're raised that way. Yeah. I mean, my mom, if they say your appointment is November 3rd at 6 o'clock, she's taking it. Mm-hmm. She's Even if she's got a million things planned that day, in her mind, she's not. Who is she to ask the doctor, can you do that at 630? <laughs> she just accepts what they tell them. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So it's important to get those checkups. It's important, it's important to obviously see if you have a primary physician. Right. See your primary physician. So I did a three-year comparison yeah. from the when I started, maybe a day or two before, and then three years later, and my numbers were in normal range then, mm-hmm. and then three years later, they're in normal range. We're embarking the six-month mark, mm-hmm. so I'm going to make the appointment. I'm going to go in, and I'm going to get checked out again yeah. and just do another comparison. But, you know, so yes, keto is a high-fat diet, mm-hmm. but it's high healthy fats. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it's still only 70% yeah. of your diet. Mm-hmm. So you're not eating bacon all day long. right? You know, there's avocados in there. There's cream cheese. There's other fats. Yeah. Not just bacon. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a misconception. Yes, it's a joke. Oh, I can eat bacon all day because, you know, you can't eat bacon in any other diet. Right. Well, maybe one or two. <laughs> but, you know, so you're not eating just bacon pure nasty fats Mm -hmm. you know you're eating the organic butter you're eating the grass-fed butter there's just but you're not eating mounds of it right because with keto you're never hungry either Mm -hmm. so you know you're struggling just to eat you know that i can't tell you how many recipes are out there that i want to try i mean those crackers i took one bite (laughs) and i only bit it because i wanted to taste it. i wasn't hungry right you know, you're just not hungry with keto. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. There's definitely a difference. There's a perception. You've seen, you know, you know those f- like Facebook posts where you see it's typically about somebody's profession, like a tax accountant. Then right. there's like six different pictures, and they're all more drastic than the other. I feel like that's what it is for a lot of people who don't know anything, especially if they're in the medical field and don't know anything about keto. Right. And they just assume when you say keto that they picture somebody drinking like a glass of bacon <laughs> grease. Like, and that's some, but that's a lot of time. When you hear some of the stories of what these yeah. doctors and medical professionals are, how they're talking to the patient or whatever it is, that's what it sounds. You yeah. just assume 
that has to be what they're picturing because they're so aggressive about. Yeah. There was one person uh, who said, my doctor came in and told me once I said I was doing keto, they said, you'll be dead in six months. Yeah. So it is. It's frightening when yeah. you hear that from a professional that's supposed to know that mm. has all this experience that's gone through all this schooling. Yeah. You know, it, it, you, you take their word for it and mm. you're like, oh, maybe I should have. So I tell my, my customers, don't tell your doctor you're doing keto. <laughs> Just tell me you're doing low carb. Yeah. There's a huge difference there. Yes. And you are doing more low carb than you are high fat, although it's 70% mm-hmm. versus a 5%. But you really have drastically mm-hmm. cut your carbs. Yeah. So keto, I to me, keto is more low carb than it is high fat. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah, I mean, for sure. the numbers might not portray that, mm-hmm. but the drastic change is the low carb. Yeah. Cause we were all eating fat before. Yes. We were all eating, you know, carbs before, mm-hmm. but what did we cut more? We cut the carbs. Yeah. So just tell your doctor you're doing low carb. I guarantee <laughs> there won't be a problem. There's no problems with low carb. They might embrace you. <laughs> what are the important checkups that you go for? Um, when you're on keto, I mean, you have to go and just have blood work done. Are there anything are there are there any things that are specific to somebody on keto that they should go get? Well, because most people are concerned with their cholesterol, yeah. I, I would assume that mm-hmm. you know that's imperative. Yeah, um, I'm probably the worst patient because mm-hmm. <laughs> I only go when I'm sick. Right, and I'm the same way. preventative care is just not. Yeah, you know, I, I had a little scare with like a breast cancer thing. Mm-hmm. I hadn't gone in 17 years. Wow. You know, they come see me. So, (laughs) you know, they come in for lunch. I don't have to go see you. So I finally went after 17 years and uh, had to go in for another screening because, you know, they found something. It was a couple scary days, Hmm. but luckily it's nothing. Thank God. But um, so, yeah, as a woman, I'm going to advocate. Go get your monthly or your scheduled screenings done. Mm -hmm. Preventative care is huge. Um, outside of that with keto, yeah, I'd say your cholesterol and your sugar levels because those are your two main concerns, you know, and if those are out of whack, then, you know, try something different, Mm -hmm. you know, lower your fat. I don't, you know, I don't know. It's something you want to discuss with your physician, but honestly, not to scare your physician away. I would just suggest saying low carb versus keto. Right. You know? Yeah. You know, there are a lot of things that play into somebody being successful with keto and, that kind of inner voice, emotional roller coaster of being on any diet, but especially on keto, it's important to know where pitfall pitfalls right. are. I'm going in and you know telling your doctor I'm on keto and it's this. Yeah, you may run into a pitfall of them scaring the heck out of you. Right. No, I um, when I went in for my three year evaluation, you know, I told them why I was there. You know, I just wanted to do a comparison. You know, there's nothing wrong. I'm not sick. Mm-hmm. But um, my the doctor had mentioned that what they're finding now is that the cholesterol issues are more genetic mm-hmm. than dietary. Gotcha. You know, that's what some of the studies are finding. But that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, a lot of things are genetic. Correct. Right. Yep. Um. I mean, diabetes, you know, especially just in our family, it's never been anything crazy that's run rampant. It's not like we have generations of diabetics, right. but it's something to be concerned with because if your family history is inclined towards something, you have a pretty good shot of 
having right. the same issue. Right. And that my dad, when I told him about the breast cancer thing, he's like, well, it doesn't run in our family. Don't worry. I'm like, well, I'm not worried. You know, it is what it is. Whatever happens, happens, you know. But yeah. So are there any foods that you try to specifically eat just for those benefits, like to help with cholesterol or anything like that? Uh, no, but I did realize because I still track and I track a lot. Um, I, I, I believe it's paramount. I, anyone that doesn't track and you're on a goal, it, it's going to be hard to reach that goal. So yeah. for me, I personally believe that tracking is key, key. But I did notice that because the appetite diminishes so much that my veggies have diminished. Yeah. So my goal moving forward is to incorporate, you know, they say, I believe it's five to seven cups a day of veggies. So that's what you're supposed to have. Correct. Oh, okay. with keto. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, some say seven, mm-hmm. but I'm going to aim for the four yeah. middle ground. <laughs> you know, it's just, you just don't have an appetite. You know, it's funny. Uh, there's, I think I've, I've had more vegetables being on keto for the last two months than I have, you know, maybe in the last two years, just when you're on it, you're trying to expand into new things that you can Correct. eat and you can't just easily pick up a bowl of pasta and, or pizza or whatever it is. Uh, so you do have to kind of open yourself up to new foods right. a little bit. Yeah. And so I've found I've actually been eating a lot more. Like I've said before in previous episodes, lunch has been an issue. If right, I don't, right. if I'm not proactive in preparing lunch the night before of like grilling chicken or steak or whatever, then I typically revert to chicken wings. Right. Uh, but for this past week, I tried salads. Mm-hmm. Huge help. And they're filling. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It, you almost feel clean mm-hmm. after eating a salad. Yeah. It's so crazy. I've just been doing, you know, romaine mix mm-hmm. and I'll put in a few olives on top, uh, some blue cheese crumbles and, uh, you know, sometimes I'll do like some pepper or, you know, bell pepper, just a little bit. Right. Um, or whatever. Eggs, hard boiled eggs. Yeah. And cut so, them up. Right. And so I, we were at the grocery store and I had the salad for like two days and it was kind of boring after the second day. Right. And then we walked by and it was like, oh, tuna. And then. Oh, I could do a hard boy, you know, so yeah. the options are endless. Yes. I mean, I, um, I, I try and tell everyone that comes in cause you know, Anthony, I want everyone to succeed. Honestly, mm-hmm. you know, when you come into Dolce, I'm going to ask you, where are you struggling? Cause I want to fix that problem for you if I can, <laughs> you know, and most people come, you know, they say it gets boring, Yeah. but it doesn't have to be boring. Right. It's really easy. It's really simple. So like at the keto mix and mingle the other night, we did the rollatini again. And this particular rollatini, we did chicken broccoli alfredo. Okay. So, you know, you take some chicken, you grind it up, you take your broccoli, grind it up, throw a little rigat in there and lace your uh, zucchini and roll it up and throw some alfredo sauce. It's amazing. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, it's easy. And every night you literally can have a different one. Mm-hmm. You know, chicken wing dip, spinach artichoke, whatever it takes. Yeah. So, but yeah, I want everyone to succeed. <laughs> So I'm going to figure out an easy way for everything. I was just, as you were saying that, I was thinking maybe we should put out a daily, like put it out once a week, Monday's dinner, Tuesday's like dinner option. So my goal 
is to do something like that. Mm. You know, more of a casserole concept. The problem, though, that's what I was thinking like the last couple of weeks. The problem is, is I'm not a casserole person. Yeah, neither am so I. So to think on that level, but that's the easiest thing. Can I just say something real quick? I was driving by a restaurant up in Cicero. And on their marquee outside, it, the special of the day was a tuna casserole. Isn't that disgusting? I don't know. I Just can't. Just jump topic for a second. I would never go out to a restaurant to have a casserole. No. You know what kills me, Anthony, in 20 years? I don't understand. If you're not pregnant and having cravings, how do you order a tuna fish sandwich if you're at home? Yeah. I, I, I It baffles my mind. <laughs> That is like who doesn't have a can of tuna yeah. in their pantry? I just don't. I mean, literally, if you're a right. woman and you're having cravings, yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's cool. That's pretty funny. But 20 years, every time we sell a tuna, <laughs> I'm just like, what? <laughs> you can make it at home. I mean, I I I love the business. Right. That's awesome. But it's tuna. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so getting back to the point away from casseroles, yeah. we should, yeah, it might, you know, even if it's just a picture, just something yeah. with a simple recipe. Well, I started doing the videos on yeah. our, um, keto life with Dolce Vita yep. tonight in a perfect world. My goal is to do the 90 second bread. Mm. Uh, I promise it'll be done tomorrow if it's not tonight. Mm. I've been, t I tried to do it last night, but it was just, yeah. there was too much going on. So mm. But uh, yeah, the one video I shot at home and you hear my daughter in the background, that smells disgusting because I had hard boiled <laughs> eggs going on. Then you see my dog rolling around. I'm like, this is life. I uh, mean, awesome. it, it's not staged. It yeah. is what it is. That's pretty funny. So yeah. <laughs> but so, you know, we'll see. If we yeah. do it at home, you're going to hear my daughter in the background again. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah. What's the, what do you think is like, what's a recipe you've been or what's something you've been eating a lot this week for lunch or dinner? Um, so keto mix and mingle weeks are bad for me. I end up eating a lot of almond flour based concepts because, you know, we're trying the truffles. Oh, yeah. those truffles were amazing. Almond joy. Really? Yeah. Huh. Delicious. When did you get, make those? Uh, for the keto mix and mingle. Oh, okay. I right. probably yeah. ingested more than I made. Disclosure, I'm up a pound. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was the truffles. Yeah. But, um, yeah, between the truffles and the rollatini and then the lemon mousse and, mm -hmm. you know, j mix and mingle weeks are bad for me because, you know, yeah. you got to sample. I can't put it out without knowing <laughs> what it tastes. To. Yeah. You have and, to uh, you know, <laughs> other times I just rely on my sense of smell. Yeah. And then I let other people. But, yeah. Hmm. So the cracker recipe, you guys, if you're bored. 20 minutes, knock out some crackers. That ice cream is amazing too. Oh my God. I threw some mint in there and then yeah. put the Lily's chocolate. It was a mint chocolate chip ice cream. Wow. Yeah. So I think the most important part about this is people need to head over to the Facebook group, The Keto Life yeah. by Dolce Vita. Um, just kind of a newer Facebook group and really uh, everything is allowed if it's yeah. involving keto. Yeah. Post, share. Share your experience, share your recipes. You know, it's not yeah. just our page. Right. It's a community. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to grow together. Mm -hmm. You know, I've said this before. Nobody does this alone. Yeah. It's, you know, it, unfortunately, it's not something that <laughs> you need a support system. Yeah. Without a doubt. You know, and um, yeah, we're going to be posting lots of videos. Awesome. And great ideas. <laughs> so, but try the ice cream. And if you guys make the ice cream, I'll take a sample or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And let us know wh wherever you're listening to this, 
Uh, let us know what you think of the podcast. If there's anything specifically you want us to talk about. Um, but you can find us on social media, on Instagram and on Facebook at Dolce Vita. And you can find us at uh, our website, which is dvqs.com. Antoinette, anything going out? Uh, no, but thank you, everybody, for your support and your recommendations and sharing the word of what we're doing at Dolce, um, you know, and at Franco's. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Well, there it is, folks. That's one more episode in the books for the Keto Life by Dolce Vita. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast. If you don't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the podcast. As always, you can find us online at dvqs.com or on Facebook and Instagram at Dolce Vita. Until next time, we'll see you at Dolce Vita.